Last time we were together, we stopped at chapter 6, verse 30 of the book of John. Jesus had just fed the, the 5,000 men plus. The people had wondered what happened to him. And they met with him and they questioned him. And they said, what do we do to believe? What can we do? What can we do to work the works of God? And Jesus' answer was so simple. He said, believe on him whom is sent. And you see, if you want to please God with your life in time, that's where you have to start too. You have to start believing in the one God sent, his son, Jesus Christ. And then they said, well, our fathers ate manna in the desert. He gave them bread for heaven. Remember when the Jews were wandering in the desert, there was no food and God sent manna every day and told them not to store it up except on the weekends, on Saturday, because his provision would be fresh every day. And that is a great lesson for me that God will provide for me day by day on a daily basis. And I am careful with what I spend because of the cost of living. But I'm not gonna fret and worry if I have enough or if I will have enough. Because as God fed the children of Israel with manna, God will provide for us in time. And Jesus then reminded them, uh, Mo, he said, Moses didn't give you that bread from heaven. My Father in heaven gave you that bread. For the bread of God is the which comes down from heaven and gives life unto the world. And I just want to remind you that you can't have life apart from Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. And until we receive him as our savior, we're dead spiritually. And then they said unto him, okay, then give us this bread. And I love it. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Do you believe that? That's what he said. But I said unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father gives me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. You see, God never refuses to accept anyone that comes to him. And he said, I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I will lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, 
and I will raise him up in the last days. Now look at what happened next. The Jews murmured. They complained because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. I tell you, to murmur and complain is a terrible way to live your life. You read in the Bible what's true. It's true. It's been here for ages, and it will be here for ages to come. And they, they said, oh, this is Jesus, the son of Joseph. We know his mother and his father. How is it that he said, I came down from heaven? The guy was rejected by all. And some of those people saw him feed those people with five loaves and three fish. And Jesus said, are you complaining among yourselves? No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. Now, God draws us when we seek him. And I don't understand a lot of the teachings on election, but I can't ever accept the fact that if someone seeks God, he won't draw him to himself. That would not be fair. And then Jesus goes on to say, it is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that has heard and has learned of the Father comes unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, Save for he which is of God, he has seen the Father. Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Bread sustains us. You have to have food. And he is the life. Yeah, he said, your fathers ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which come down, comes down from heaven, <coughs> that a man may eat thereof and not die. I'm the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give him is my flesh, which I will give for the light of the world. The Jews then said, how can this man give his flesh to eat? They were critical of everything he said and everything he did and were the most ungrateful people, but not more so than people today. I see people that could care less. In fact, they don't even want to talk about God. They don't even want to mention him. And then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Now that means when he says verily, verily, he's saying this is important. Listen up. Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man 
and drink his blood, you have no life in you. How gross is that? You eat my flesh and drink my blood, and you have eternal life, and I will raise you up in the last day. My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. Now, he doesn't literally mean eat, but what happens to food when you eat it? You put it in your mouth, you chew it up, you swallow it. And the minute you swallow it, you lose control of it. It is in you and it becomes a part of you. And just so it is with our accepting Jesus Christ. We learn of him, we think about him, we chew it, and then we take it. And when you accept his death and the shedding of his blood, he becomes a part of you. And he is in you, and he never will leave you. And he goes on to say, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even how she, ye shall live by me. 1964, I swallowed. I took Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And he became a part of me. He is in me. Just as when I got pregnant, I had a baby living in me. Jesus Christ lives in me. And when I yield to him, he controls me. I can control myself with him in me, or I can let him control me. And for many years, I wanted him there for eternal life, but I wanted to control my own life. I didn't want anybody telling me what to do, including God. But I had to learn, I really wasn't as smart as I thought. I didn't know as much as I thought I knew. And he knows everything and loves me in a way that we can't understand. How stupid and foolish of us to have the living God a part of us and not let him be in control. And Jesus finishes this dissertation in verse 58 of chapter 6. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate manna and are dead, he that eateth of this bread shall live forever. And then in verse 59 it says, He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many of the people, when they heard, the disciples said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And then we learn the greatest thing. 
You see, Jesus knows what's going on inside of us. I can fool you. I can fool my kids. I can fool anybody I want to. But I can't fool God. Because he sees my heart and knows my thoughts. Jesus knew in himself that his disciples were murmuring or complaining and griping. And he said, does what I say offend you? What and if you should see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? You see, he knew that one day he was going to rise from the dead and ascend into heaven and they would watch him go. He said, it's the spirit that quickeneth the flesh. The flesh profiteth nothing. There's no way to emphasize that enough. In my flesh is no good thing. Nothing good. Nothing good about me. He says, they are spirit and they are life. But there's some of you that believe not. Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. Isn't that funny? He knew Judas was going to betray him. And he had his eye on him. He said, therefore say unto you, he that... No man, can, no man can come unto me except it was given unto him of my father. From that time, many of the disciples went back and walked with him no more. The disciples turned away from him. Then Jesus said unto the twelve, You going to leave too? And I love what Simon Peter said. He said, where would we go? Nobody else has the words of eternal life. And we believe and assure that you are that Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them and said, Have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. For he it was that would betray him, being one of the twelve. So what's our lesson for today? There's one way to have eternal life. That's by accepting the Son, Jesus Christ. Take him into your life and let him become a part of you. And the second takeaway from our lesson is you can't fool God. You can't hide anything from him. He knows who you are what you think, what you believe, and where you go. And it's kind of nice to know I don't have to pretend before him. So thank you for listening, and God bless you.